welcome to Dating in the City, Season 6. We're the Conti sisters, matchmakers and co-founders of Matchmakers in the City, an old-school personal matchmaking firm headquartered here in Los Angeles, regularly featured on Access Hollywood, Forbes, Relevant Radio, and more. We've been celebrity matchmakers for 10 years, and now we're spilling all of our secrets about love and relationships to you. Hey, you guys, and welcome to Dating in the City. I'm Alessandra Conti. And I'm Christina Pineda. And oh my goodness. Hello, everyone. It's just been, it's been too long. It has just been too long. Alessandra, what have you been up to? Well, I am just getting back from the Matchmakers Alliance Conference in Cancun, Mexico. And if you guys head over to my Instagram, you can see just like a visual. I just created a reel this morning and I just posted. And it was, I mean, it it basically the Matchmakers Alliance. So like in the matchmaking industry, there are two major um, just organizations that are like for matchmakers in good standing. So there's the Matchmaking Institute, which is now the Global Love Institute. Um, but that's where matchmakers get certified, like through the New York Department of Education. We're certified. We've been certified for many years. Um, and it's really good because there's also like conflict resolution and just different, like we have a code of ethics that we all sign. So any matchmakers that we partner with, that are um, institute certified, you kind of know that you're just in a safe place with them. Um, They're not like rogue, random matchmakers. Um, And then the Matchmakers Alliance is an amazing organization as well. Um, Typically, it's more seasoned matchmakers. Um, So with like institute conferences, you get a lot more new, like brand new matchmakers, whereas alliance conferences, they're typically, you know, a little bit further away. They're for multiple days. So the conference was like five days, wasn't it, Christina? Um, And I spoke. So one of the days I spoke and I hosted the day. So I... Oh, I didn't realize you actually gave a talk. I thought... Yeah. Yeah. And I I hosted the day... It was just about me and Mike and like a little bit about the company. And I just hosted the day as well, which was great. Um, And then, yeah, I mean, but it has been, I mean, and right before that was, and this is our first segment. So we can just, why don't we go right into the first segment? Because this is our big announcement. Wonderful stars. They're just like us. In this segment, we discuss the top relationship-related stories in pop culture today and how to apply them to you in real life. This is the news that we've been wanting to tell you for months, but you may have guessed because Alessandra did drop a few hints along the way, and if you are a true fan, you may have... Yes. If you are a true dating in the city slash matchmakers in the city stan, um, you will know that I have been teasing that I am on this season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and I am Sutton's matchmaker. Um, so our very first, the first episode of the whole season was not last week. It was the week before last week. And October 20 something. 
Yeah, October 25th. And I didn't know if I would even be mentioned. So I was like, oh gosh, I'm just going to sit on it. Obviously, I have to sit on the news until they show me. But I was in the coming attractions. So it was perfect because then it was kind of like a soft launch of it. And like we already saw so many, like, I mean, we're already inundated, which is like we're a small company, which is which is beautiful. Like we're so grateful that we're inundated. And it's inundated in a good way, right? In a good way, in a good way. But like once Housewives hit, it's just kind of been this avalanche of meetings. Um, but anyway, so, but yes, you guys, so my first episode that I was like properly featured in was last week and oh my gosh, it was, so that first meeting, Christina, can we just talk about it for a second? And I, people should watch the first episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills for the end for just for the teaser, because it was so good how they chopped it down. It was so funny with the teaser for the episode that you were actually in. Did you and see the episode, Christina? No, that I, was actually I haven't in? seen any. I haven't seen it. I haven't, you haven't I seen my clip, the little no, clip? No, I saw the clip of the of, oh, the but of the preview, of the but not the whole. The I loved preview. the teaser. I just haven't seen the actual clip <sighs> yet. Such is a it on your sister? Is it on your Instagram? I no, I haven't. I haven't posted it yet. I'm doing the recording. I, I I've just been. It's just been such a whirlwind. I know. No, I'm not. I'm not yeah. faulting you. I'm just. There's. I don't get. No, I have Google, to upload so There's it. no way yeah. that for me to watch it right now. Yeah, you guys don't watch TV. We, like we that's only not get something that you do. Subscriptions. Yeah. Get- yeah. Yeah. Well, it's on Peacock as well. So if you have Peacock, oh, you can, yeah, you can watch it on Peacock. Okay. Um, it's yeah, enough. you can watch it on Peacock as well. They, they upload the episode the day after, um, and it's on okay. Bravo TV.com. Um, okay. and it's just plays, Great. they play it over and over again on Bravo, like throughout okay. the whole week. Great. Good, so good, if good, you good, missed good, it, you know. don't worry, just go to Peacock or go to Bravo TV.com sign up and you can use a credit to watch the episode. But Um, But yeah, so the very first episode was, oh my gosh, it was so much fun. So that day to film was, it was literally the very first time that I was meeting Sutton. Um, It was the very first time it was at her house um, in, um, so she lives right I won't say exactly where, obviously, but um, she lives in where my old commute used to be. So I used to pass her house almost every day going into my office in Beverly Hills. Um, So it was just really funny because I was like, oh, I had no idea that literally Sutton lived right there. Um, So yeah, but it was so funny because they show me when I enter, I'm like, he's like, do you want anything to drink? And I'm like, Water would be beautiful. Like water would be amazing. And I, I'm so effusive about the water. Um, but you guys, I was sitting in the car for like an hour and a half. That's why when I got in, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in. Yes. But also it's my personality to just generally be effusive. But yeah, a lot of people aren't like us all, Sandra. And I've noticed that recently. Yeah. Just people almost being so taken aback that we're effusive. People but are not so you, shocked personally, but no, they're, they are, they think it's fake. I think. Yeah. And then yeah. they just, yeah. I, I, in England, when I was in England, it was the same way, but yes. then people, when they got to know me knew that the truth that it was yeah. actually real, 
But yeah. it's, some people can't handle it. No, anyway. they really can't. Christina, it's so crazy because even just being away at the Matchmakers Conference, like so many of the women were... I mean, so complimentary, so complimentary, but also just like so shocked that I was just so enthusiastic for, it just was like continuously enthusiastic, but like, that's Mm. my personality. Like I'm excited about things. Like I'm very engaged. If somebody's talking, I'm listening. And if I'm not listening, then like, what a horrible company am I? The only time I'm really, I mean, but I'm also like relaxed as well, but yeah, we're just, I think it just, it's, it's who we are. It's in our blood that we're just very enthusiastic about things, Mm -hmm. but yes, but that first meeting with Sutton, um, and then I, I, so I haven't even watched the full, full episode. Oh my gosh. Which is terrible because Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is my favorite show, but I just, I, I, I didn't have time. I I just didn't have time. I I was out, I think, on Wednesday. And then, or was I even out? I don't even no, no, no. I was in, but I would then I left the next day for Mexico. For to prepare for your trip. And yeah, yeah. I left for the next day for Mexico. And the day before that, I had my women's group on Tuesday. The day before that, I went to a Lakers game, a VIP Lakers game. Like amazing. Oh my gosh. It was phenomenal. So I, and then the day before, like, I just, I've been really busy. And also one of my, um, one of, one of our, one of my, um, one of my clients passed away. Obviously I can't reveal details about that. Um, but it was a really tough time, um, because, um, he passed away and it was just super shocking. And I mean, luckily he was in love, um, when he passed away, but yeah, it was from just someone we matched. Him yeah. Yeah, exactly. From somebody that I, that we, I mean, yeah, we can say we, but I personally matched him with, and I had just spoken to him the day before. Um, but anyway, yeah, it just was like really, it was a really hard couple days, but then it was like these low lows, these high highs, like so exciting, Mm -hmm. so grateful. And like, but yet like dealing with this like major, major, major tragedy of probably like my favorite client of all time. Um, sorry, current clients, I love you all. But like, if you knew who this person was and how special they were to me, you would understand. Um, so yeah, it just, it was a really tough time and I've never had that happen. Um, and just mourning that loss. Um, but then, yeah, but so it was just like, and then Halloween as well was that, was that weekend. So it just was a whirlwind, but the actual episode, like the, the, the little time that they showed and like what the producers did in that first meeting, it was just, it was comedy. I mean, it the producers, was. the producers mm-hmm. are comedic geniuses, Christina. Yes. Yeah. No, even from the, tr- the teaser, I can attest to that. Yeah. It was so funny. It was so funny. Like, and like my facial expressions were so, they looked so judgmental, but yet kind. Like, I, it, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that's what you got from it, but I was watching it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I look so like, I'm, she's like, she's like, I don't really connect with people. And I'm like, yep. I'm like, yep. Yeah. I'm just like agreeing with her, but yeah, they, but I love production. Like, and I actually spoke with one of the producers yesterday and I just thanked them. I was like, Mm -hmm. thank you guys so much for such a beautiful edit because they're, 
they're magicians um, because yeah, that meeting was gone. Like an hour and a half long. Yeah, it, it was a gone. rough one. It was a rough one. But it could have gone many places. It, it just could have. You never know with reality TV. Yeah, you don't. You just don't know. But Sutton was a doll and she then even said like, I want to I wanna prove to Alessandra that I can do this. I'm a good student. I want to make Alessandra Aww. proud. If Alessandra says that I have to let him lead, I'm going to let him lead. Because I'm like, you don't want to let him lead. You don't want to let him lead. Like, Because we were having this discussion and she was like, that is not going to work for me. I am not letting a man lead. And I was like, oh, no, you don't, you don't want to let him lead. <laughs> I was just, it's just, but I also think it's like, it was such a cool commentary on how, like, how uh, we, we are full proponents of old school dating values. Like we are, we are, and we know that it works. And that's something else that I learned at the Matchmakers Alliance conference is that a lot of what matchmakers learn is extremely countercultural. Um, because the culture and society wants to tell you that women lead, women do it. You don't need a man, plan everything. You wanna, right. you wanna meet a man, go and chase him. You want a guy, go get him. You want, you want a guy, go ask him out, go approach him, go. You are in control, ladies. But we see the reality of things. And if a woman's chasing a man, is not gonna, he, it's not happening. Listen to our last episode for more on that. But anyway, the yeah, housewives experience. So, so there are many more, um, there's a lot more that we filmed. So this was not a one-off thing. You guys will see, like, we'll see how much they use because I filmed a lot with them. Um, and a lot happens in yeah. Sutton's life. Like oh, yeah. a lot, like you are about to see some just this is good television right here and I wasn't even able to see obviously I couldn't see it but yeah it's so good it's so good yeah so in the next episode oh sorry Christina yeah oh no I just wanted to say that I think a takeaway for people who are listening to this from Sutton's initial really defensive resistance of resistance to you and lashing out at you in certain ways, but then she lists, but she actually listened Yeah. instead of shutting you down and not continuing the conversation with you, because there are two ways of approaching it. If you're really just feel attacked or criticized by just some, a simple line, Alessandra was not saying anything that was, that was rude but a simple thing, offensive, but like let him lead when maybe that's something that she has never done in her life. And she may feel criticized by that. I just want people who are listening to know that to take her example of even if your initial reaction is bad, you can listen and learn Mm -hmm. and say, you know what? Be humble like she was and say, I'm going to listen to what this top matchmaker has to say. And I'm going to try it out. You haven't done it in the past, but that's okay. You haven't learned this until now. So don't judge yourself from the past. Just know that, okay, now I have new knowledge. Let me employ that and see what happens. 
And so what I think what happens with a lot of women and what happened with Sutton Mm. is that it's not that she didn't do that in the past. That was how she lived in her feminine for her whole marriage. She, her husband was leading and she, that she had even said, and they cut out so much. So you didn't see the full conversation that we had, but this was my diagnosis of, of what was going on. She was so in her feminine, warm, motherly, loving, um, nurturing energy when she was married and raising her kids. But then once she got a divorce, she had, she was in survival mode. So she swung, the pendulum swung so far to the other side of her being fully in her masculine. But when you're swung to that side, it's out of survival. It's not her fault. She had never operated in that space before. It was brand new. She was, you know, it's, it's divorce is so difficult, especially for if, if Sutton has such a natural femininity to her that, yes. that when she, that's why it's like, it, it feels like, wait, what are you talking about? Because you're such a feminine, like naturally feminine person, but she's had to be in survival mode. So your heart just goes out to her. So, it's not that she has never done it. It's that she was in survival mode. Therefore, she's in her masculine. Therefore, hearing this, it's also why it was such a trigger because mm-hmm. she wants a man to lead, but she doesn't trust that a man is going to lead her in, you know, she, so it's about yeah. building, rebuilding that trust in right. men and yes. also in herself to know that she can or handle it. Right, or in the right man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's why it's such a fascinating journey and it's not, it's not, you know, it's, it, this is why what we do is so multifaceted. It's just so multifaceted. Um, but anyway, I just, I, it was such a pleasure to throughout the whole season. It was such a pleasure to match make Sutton. And I'm so beyond excited for you guys to see what is in store because it gets crazy. So it is going to be an amazing season of Real Housewives. Um, but anyway, let's move on. Great. So this you Patrick, want to go to another oh, stars. Or, yeah, yeah, we'll do another star. So Patrick okay. Dempsey was just named People's 2023 Sexiest Man Alive again. I know, isn't it? Wasn't he the sexiest man alive in like 2012 or like 2008? I have not <laughs> seen this man in anything since yeah. Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. What is going on? I guess his publicist is really good. Like truly, what is going on? I, right, Christina? Am I the I only one shocked? I thought it was multiple years, but I'm not finding anything. No, he <laughs> is. He's sexiest man alive this year. Yes, this is I didn't yes. make this up. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's so weird because I feel like he's not really like he hasn't been in anything, right? Like what was his last movie? I don't know. But anyway, oh, yeah. Not even Doubles. about him. He's wonderful. Love you, Patrick Dempsey. But Christina, let's just talk about in real life, what actually makes a man sexy? Ooh, that's such a good question, Alessandra. Such a good question. Yes. I think there's a natural confidence that just turns women on regardless of what the man looks like. Mm. And that confidence has to be built in a firm foundation of knowing how just how special you are as who you are and mm-hmm. knowing that not really caring what other people think about you, but being a good person and 
having the, I don't, I hate the word self-love, but just knowing how much you are loved and how precious. Why do you hate the word self-love? I don't like, I, you, I know it just, it's, I guess you it's think fine. It's, it's just, been... when some people think, oh yeah, self-love, I need to do all this for me. And I, it can become selfish. I don't mean selfish. I mean, knowing how incredible you are because you were a child of God. That's what I mean by self-love when I say it. And a man who has that, I guess it's kind of, it has become bastardized in like the world of Instagram wellness, you know? So I get it. I get, I get it. But I do think self-love is incredibly important because when you're lacking it, it really is difficult. It's really tough. It's true. And we just had feedback, no, date coaching feedback from one of our matchmakers who was date coaching one of our Mm. bachelors. And she said, there was a huge shift from our first session to our second Mm. session. Mm. he now loves himself in in like a he week worked on it a no month oh, or okay. plus a little bit more than a month yeah. he worked on it and she said totally different she had talked to him about this though and he actually yeah. employed what she told him to do yeah so that's huge and so it goes from you being a negative nancy to you being a pos- just positive on fire that is sexy to women and also just not being not afraid to make little remarks here and there about mm. just about a woman. Oh yeah, you're just little cute playful, things. Playful, playful. Yeah. Yeah. I think I love that, Christina. So the things that I find sexiest about a man, um, yeah, because obviously like physical appearance, it gets you for it gets you for only a short amount of time. Like you can think a guy is really attractive, but then he opens his mouth and you're like, oh my goodness, like, no, this is no, no, no. Abort, abort mission, abort mission. No, no, no. (laughs) Um, This actually just happened because I was at, for Halloween, we went to Hyde. Oh God, we like ended up at Hyde in this Hollywood club. And it's like the place that all the models go, like all the male models go. And it just was like... Just these guys, like, you know, and they're very confident, so they have no problem, like, approaching you. But I just wasn't – I, I th- they just opened their mouths, and I was like, I just – I can't with you. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, and I didn't say that. Like, I was very What did they say? Nice. No, I was very nice. It just was not – it just was like – I don't know. So, for me, the things that make a man sexy, it's intelligence. It's a man that has, like, a strong masculine energy and just has – a commanding presence. Like if if a man has a commanding presence and that goes back to just somebody being very confident and self-assured um and just also being a man with a plan. I mean, we always say there's nothing sexier than a man with a plan. When a man just has a plan, knows what to do, like uh, you know, it, uh, it that there's nothing has sexier a reservation, than that. has yes. that image in his mind of what he wants the experience to be with you. Yes. Uh, and then and then executes on that. Like oh, yeah. that's because there are a lot of dreamers that are like, oh, right. They just talk so about nice. what they want to do with you. And then no. And then nothing happens. It. Yeah. Right. But it's like, it's a man with a plan. It's a man also that has, I think also 
a, a man that has a really strong set of values yes. is it 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 emanates mm-hmm. in the way yes. that he's 100%. acting mm-hmm. and i think also a man that is this is going to be a little controversial but i think a man that is not like sleeping around and is not sleeping with a lot it's of not different controversial mm, i know I wait it's not with you no because it's, yeah I think there's nothing yes, you're right. less sexy than a guy who is like sleeping with like all like seven different women. Like there's something about those kinds of guys that they like men that you just women have an instinct about men that are just creepy philandering like even if you're not in a relationship if a guy is sleeping with a ton of women women can smell it like I don't know what it is it's like you know what I mean Christina I just I had come across I just feel like I've been I I've come across a few of these types in the last couple months Mm. and it's just something that you can smell um but Hopefully it wasn't an STD. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but also something else that makes a man so sexy is like a man that focuses on a woman. Like mm-hmm. a man that like asks a woman questions. Oh and- yeah, women love that men. We always men. talk about this in our date coaching session, <laughs> but you just have to have good probing questions. She <gasps> will be yours. Like- at the Matchmakers Alliance conference, what as I was speaking, I was like, so I consider myself, and I think a lot of matchmakers do, but I said, I, you know, as a like high functioning, you know, I am I have narcissistic tendencies with a huge so much empathy. So like I'm not a narcissist, but I and I was joking, I'm like, but if you know, so if you wanna, you know, c- come after and find me, we can talk about me. Like, and then I'm happy to talk about myself. Like, that's totally fine. If you want to learn more about me, I'm more than happy. My favorite topic is me. But like I say that in jest because I actually really do enjoy learning about other people and definitely I'm right. right like, you're curious, you ask questions, ask right. questions like I want to hear about their life experience. I'm really fascinated and interested a lot of the time. If I'm not, then I just, I just shut off. And then I said, you, Christina, you know, when I'm not interested, uh, what, do <laughs> so what do I say? What do I say? What do I say? Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's yeah. beautiful. That's, that's another beautiful. one. <laughs> She's out. <laughs> Um, anyway, no, but I say that's beautiful sometimes when I'm really interested too. So right. you know, don't you get it twisted, a code, right? <laughs> right? But I know you. There's a yeah. certain. I guess your sister can tell. But. Yeah, but yeah, I think like the sexy qualities about a guy, and also guys like. Also, something that makes a guy sexy is a guy that works out. Like, I, I'm just gonna say it. Like, yeah, go definitely. to the gym. I, I like there, any guy yeah. can be a, like 10% more attractive if you're going to the gym at least three times a week and just lift weights. Like, truly, you're gonna or be more attractive. Habitat for humanity. And if you yeah. don't want to go to the gym, if you don't want to go to the gym, stuff. yeah, right. yeah. But it truly does. It's it does make any man 10% minimum more attractive if hard he's workers, going to the gym yes yeah also being a hard worker having a good 100%. job being, taking pride in what you do a in protector a provider like yeah, protector it is and provider mm-hmm. that's so sexy it's so sexy it really yeah, is that alpha energy that's healthy like that is for me those are the sexy that's the sexiest man alive 
a man who provides and protects for his family. His family is the sexiest man alive. Okay, shall we move on, Christina? Sisterly advice. Every week we answer a listener's burning question, and every week we give them advice that only your sister would give you. There's one more thing. A gentleman... Oh, yes. A gentleman. Mm-hmm. You guys, mm-hmm. honestly, oh, this, yes. there's like that. I think it all goes hand in hand and hand in hand. But like yeah, it does. a man that's a gentleman is just a man that is le- is like leading a man that that just, you know, when you opening every door and like guiding you and just making sure you have your drink and you have anything that you want and like your desires are taken care of. And also as a gentleman in the way that he's conversing with you, like he's yeah not talking about other women in in a weird way or even just at all like women don't want to hear about other women at all like don't talk about other women I don't I don't I think that a lot of guys that aren't very um used to dating um I think that they think that bringing up attractive women will somehow make the woman that they're on the date with like them or just just think more highly of them as if like Oh, you've been with one of me before. Like, I think that that's yes. literally what, because that's I have that, is, Christina, right. that's what happens with me, with people that talk about like celebrities, like, because obviously mm-hmm. I work with a, like we're celebrity matchmakers yeah. and like I'm with celebrities a lot. And, but sometimes people think that by talking about their celebrity connections, mm-hmm. somehow I'm going to think that they're one of me, but it's, it's so the opposite. Like, it's just, it's not, it's repulsive. It's, and I, I don't mean this in a agree. mean way, right? Like if somebody's like name yeah. dropping, I'm like, why are, I don't need this information. I, I don't care. Right. Like, That's I, why we always say no name uh, dropping for when we do our male date coaching, because it yes. is something that they can do that actually recently happened to me even who, yeah. I mean, it's our company, but even just mentioning that we're, oh yeah, we work with our celebrity clients and then they just start going on this tangent of tangent. celebrities. And I had so many other things to talk to these people about, but I just, when I, I just want to get away from that conversation. We don't care. We don't, I, we don't care. We if don't maybe know 11 years this. ago, 11 years ago, young Alessandra coming to LA would have cared so much. Like that would have been everything to me. But ele- but 11 years later, like if, no, 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 no. no. It's just a bad conversation. It's very yeah. surface level. Shallow. You can't get any deeper with that stuff. Yeah. it's And it's not even like sometimes, like it doesn't matter. I don't mind talking about celebrities. Like I love like pop culture. I think it's great, but it's more them saying about all the people that that they know. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, this is not a competition. Like I, we, I care. That's wonderful for you. I'm glad you had that experience, but like, no, like, no. Okay. Anyway, let's, let's move on. I'm on a tangent. This is sisterly advice. The question from the person. When should you mention the fact that you had a previous annulled marriage? If it's annulled, you are free to date and marry in the church, so it's not an obstacle. But it seems like something that the person you're dating would feel betrayed by if they don't know before too long. Yet I know one or two people who were annulled and who felt that if they brought it up too soon, the other person is instantly uninterested. And it is pretty is it is a pretty deep and personal thing to share, too. If you're able to share some quick thoughts, I'd really appreciate it. 
I mean, Christina, I know you have a lot of thoughts about this, but I just have to say, if somebody is immediately, is instantly uninterested by somebody saying that they had their marriage annulled, run in the other direction. Thank God. A man's or whoever's rejection is God's protection. That person has some serious issues that they need to deal with. And they weren't interested in the beginning. So they were just looking for a little bit of an out. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good point, Alessandra. And I, my advice is to not bring this up until at least you pass the first date and you've, the first date should be fun. There's no need to bring this deep thing up until you know that actually I do want to go on more dates with this person. And then when you do bring it up, make it very quick and say, just want you to know I had a marriage that wasn't old there. It's all finished. There's nothing. It's not a marriage. So that's that. And the person might ask you some follow-up questions, but unless they're unless they're very surface level stuff, you can say, I'm happy to answer anything as we get to know each other further down the line. You don't want to give your yeah. pearls to pigs. You have no idea how long you're going to be with this <gasps> person knowing this you person. You don't need to give your pearls to pigs. <gasps> I've never heard that. Well, I can't claim that I made that up because it's in the Bible. Our Lord Jesus said that. Damn, Jesus with his one-liners. Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, our Savior. That's, wow. That would be my advice to wait until at least I that. gave I feel like I've given my pearls to so many pigs. Probably. I, oh my gosh, but I do have two guinea pigs. So <laughs> I like pigs. What am I gonna do? What are we gonna do? What are we going to do? I like a pig. I like a bacon. Okay. That's I think really that was fun. pretty much it, Alessandra. Christina, right? I think you answered it. I think yeah, that people just also, if you feel like this could be a big issue, even I mean, in the first date, if you want to say, like, listen, you know, I was I was married, but I did get it in an old, and I know that you're Catholic. So I just want to tell you that just as we keep getting to know each other, mm-hmm. that you don't have to worry about it. Like it's an old, all is well. But tell me more about you. So what's your favorite place to travel to? Like right. have Switch another topic ready to go. Immediately. Yeah. Alessandra, that is such yeah. good advice. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't have to be like this deep, dark secret. Okay, you were married, you got it an old. Good for you. Move on. That's it. Keep it That's simple. It. Do not talk details. Yeah. And Do say no, no, no. Like, you know what? Yeah, well, as we keep getting to know each other, I'll believe me, it will come out whether I want to or not. But I want to focus on you. Tell me about where do you love to travel? Like, what's your blah, 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 blah. So yeah, that's, that's important. Okay, moving on. We couldn't help but wonder. As sisters, we grew up watching Sex in the City. Now as personal matchmakers in 2023, we are living in a very different dating landscape than the ladies once were. In this segment, we debate each question that Carrie couldn't help but wonder episode by episode through today's lens. And this is episode six from, oh no, season six, episode two. Great expectations. Oh gosh, Christina, this is really where you're going to thrive. You love talking about this topic and it's so awkward to talk about it with you, but it is what it is. Why? Okay, so just a quick summary on the episode. So Carrie and... Jack Berger, um, they finally, they sleep, not finally, they sleep together, but they just like don't have any sexual chemistry and it's just really like lackluster. Um, Charlotte, 
um, goes to the rabbi and like, you know, in Judaism, they reject them a few times. So she finally like knocks on the door and then she like gets accepted in good, go for good, good for you, Charlotte. And then Samantha finally hooks up with um, Smith Jared from Raw. And Smith was, remember, all the women would go to the place Raw just to have Smith as their waiter. Oh, yes. Um, But then Samantha gets him. She just stays. She's such a, she's just, oh my gosh, such the, uh, such the, the, uh, whatever, cougar. I don't know, not even cougar. She's not old, but. Um, Okay, so anyway. Christina, what are your thoughts? Let me jump right into this. There is a very easy way to tell sexual chemistry when you're dating someone. And what my recommendation is to go to, if you're not invited to a wedding, to go someplace where you know you're going to have to dance together. (gasps) And when you go, I don't like clubs, but there's actually a new Christian club in Nashville, Alessandra. Are you joking? Christian music. I wanted to start one of these. Let's go. I'll go with you when I visit. Let's go. Saturday, but I can't go this Saturday, but we have to go. It seems so much like so much fun. So you could go there if you're in Nashville or if they start this anywhere else. But then also you could do a salsa class with someone. There are many ways of doing this, but I think more of a natural place where you're just going to dance and not not to have the contrived dance steps Mm -hmm. is good. Because you can really see how the person moves, if you feel drawn to the person or if you feel repelled by what the person's doing, if the person's very self-conscious, if they have no rhythm. For me, actually, someone who could dance was one of my top 10 qualities that was looking for in my future husband. Oh my gosh. It was really important to me because I am a dancer and not professional for fun, but yeah. throughout my whole life, it's been an important part of my life. And yeah. I just needed that, that ability to connect on that level with someone. Yeah. yeah. But that's a really good way to tell if you are able to, to move well, together. Do you think kissing Christina, is that a good indicator of sexual um, compatibility or no? Can someone be an awkward kisser, but also have, you can have good sexual chemistry? So I think it all goes hand in hand really, because yeah, I, I, I Christina, also our sexpert in our sexpert at matchmakers in the city. Should I add that to my title? Sexpert. Can I have that as a new title, Alessandra? <laughs> Oh my gosh, I can't, I can't, no, no, haram, like that is so haram, (laughs) that is so haram. If people want to learn more about this, they can, they can go into, they can read Christopher West, Theology of the Body for beginners is a really good book. If you want an alternative perspective, you can read the book called P-U-S-S-Y, Pussy by Mama Jean. Um, It's a really great book. It's not about what you think it is. It's really wonderful. It's a really fabulous book, but it's good to get all perspectives, you know, but it's, it's not also about, it's not about anybody else. It's actually just about women and being in your femininity. It's just a, um, it's just a provocative title, but I just wanted to shock you as well, Christina. 
Well, anyway. I'm not shocked, but I just don't recommend that, obviously. But anyway, okay. back to the yeah. question. Yeah. I think I answered it of how you can Christina recommends reading Theology of the Body. Alessandra recommends reading Pussy. <laughs> choose your guide. Choose your, yes, choose your guide. <laughs> oh, Lord. But you know what, Christina? That's what makes our company so wonderful because it's not just one way. Um, anyway, okay, so let us move on um to catching up with the Contis. Christina, anything going on with you? Hmm. Well, actually, yes, there is. Next Friday, November 17th, I will be at the Natural Catholic Singles. It's a Ooh. game night. And Ooh. it's not speed dating this time. I was I did a talk, a small talk at the speed dating event last time, but now Mm. this is a game night. It will be a lot of fun. There were 60 people at the last event that was waitlisted for the last Mm. event. So if you haven't gotten a ticket, you need to. Otherwise, I don't don't even know if it's on waitlist at this point, but you need to because it's going to be really good. The quality of men and women who go to these is unparalleled. I've never (laughs) seen anything like it. That is I would have so never gone to a LA. event or a never. event in LA. Never. No, this they're so cringe. They're so amazing. cringe in LA. You need wow. to go and ladies look good because <gasps> men look good wow. too. Oof. But it's just, just, yeah. They, I love that. It's going to be fun. I, I love that. That's so beautiful. That's my, um, that's amazing. I love it. Um, and I genuinely mean that's so beautiful. That's exciting. I'm not glazing over. Um, I love that, Christina. So yes. And then I think for me, I think it's just watch Real Housewives. Like just tune in Wednesday nights, eight, seven central. Um, my I'm not in this last week, but I think I'll be in next week. So that'll be really fun. And I present three bachelors to Sutton. So you Ooh, have yes, I will be presenting three, three different mm-hmm. bachelors. Then we'll make our selection on her top bachelor of who she'll go on a date with. Um, but anyway, you guys, thank you so much for listening. We're so happy to be back and we're sending you all the biggest hug, all of our love. Um, and yeah, follow us on this, on the medias at matchmaker, Alessandra Conti at matchmaker, Christina Pineda. Um, Christina has given up her last name to her now married name. So we still are sisters, but uh, it is what it is, you know, can't. Can't keep them all. Can't keep all the Contis. Can't catch them all. Anyway, okay, we love you guys, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Dating in the City. For more information on how to be matched by one of our matchmakers, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com. 